The church doesn't really do us many favors by giving us this gospel today. Because remember, the Immaculate Conception is the conception of Mary by ordinary means, without original sin, in the womb of her mother Anne. Whereas the virgin birth is the conception of Jesus by extraordinary means in the womb of the Blessed Virgin. So today is Mary's little baby. Mary's little baby. That's what we're celebrating. The solemnity of the Immaculate Conception, which we celebrate, is a case study, a beautiful case study in the development of doctrine within the Christian tradition. The fact that Mary was conceived without original sin was not an official dogma of the Catholic Church until Pope Pius IX solemnly declared it to be so in 1854. But a feast celebrating the conception of the Blessed Virgin can be found as far back as the 5th century in the East, in Syria, and the 8th century in the West. And this day has been a holy day of obligation since 1708, a full 150 years before the declaration of the dogma. So we've been celebrating this, we've been required to celebrate this, before it was ever official dogma of the church. This is very typical of how doctrines and devotions develop in Christianity. Remember, the church is the entire collection of all the baptized, not just the clergy. And when this body of Christ, when believers seek holiness, when they pray, they hear from God. God has been in dialogue with the entire church since the very beginning, and the church has been responding to him for just as long. Over the centuries, as the people of God sought holiness, different movements of the Spirit were placed in their hearts, and this devotion to Mary seems to be one of them. It was only very recently that the hierarchical leadership of the Church began to encourage and promote devotion to the Blessed Virgin. But from the beginning, it was always the people, the different ordinary saints seeking holiness, who looked upon the Mother of God with great love and asked her to commemorate, asked to commemorate her throughout the year. Now note, I keep using the word holiness. I don't care what you think if you're not holy. But seriously, this is how it develops, right? We look to the saints. We look to the people who pray. We look to the people who are devoted. It's that holiness that shows us the truth. So I'm not necessarily saying the church is a democracy here, but I am saying that God speaks to everybody who prays. And the collection of all of those prayers collected together shows us how God is leading his church. As the people of God enter into conversation with God, surprising things begin to emerge, including the idea that Mary was conceived without original sin. Even as the Franciscans and Dominicans fought bitterly about this doctrine during the Middle Ages, the devotion of the people remained constant. So by the time Pope Pius IX declared the Immaculate Conception to be an official dogma of the Church, he was not really creating something new from his own authority. 
He was merely recognizing and formalizing the movement of the Holy Spirit in the church over the course of centuries. This is why it's silly to me when people in the media or even in the church use the phrase that Pope Francis should change this teaching or that teaching of the church. Because this is never, ever how the Catholic Church has operated. We wait. We watch. We observe the movement of the Holy Spirit in the church. And that movement often takes decades or even centuries to recognize. But we're the church. We're very patient. We want to make sure that it is truly from God. And so we look to see what holy people throughout the ages do, how they pray, where their devotional energies seem to be drawn. And then, only after that watching, only after that waiting, only after we're convinced of the ways that God himself was directing his church, do we formally recognize those actions of God. The Catholic Church did not invent the Immaculate Conception in the 19th century. Instead, God revealed the Immaculate Conception over many centuries and generations. And we receive this revelation with great joy and thanksgiving. Blessed that our Creator would show us His glory in such a magnificent way.